Welcome to Dating Well Tamil, sponsored by MyTamilDate.com, the best place to meet Tamil singles from around the globe. Today, we have a psychologist here to talk about love, the pursuit, perfection, and those really popular matchmaking shows on Netflix. So I'm here with someone who has a lot of experience in life in general and likes to tell people what to do. My name is Juliet, uh, Juliet Anton. I'm a uh, qualified psychologist in the UK, but I do also see clients abroad. Um, I work part-time uh, with what we call in the UK, the National Health Service, so the NHS. And then I also work private practice part-time as well. So that's where I get to see kind of different clients, different time zones, um, very different kind of problems, if I can say it like that, compared to what I get in the NHS. Mm. Um, and, and then more recently, in addition to both the NHS and private work, um, I also run an app as well. The app's called Rstock. Um, oh. It's there to uh, offer psychological support for more kind of minority people, more South Asian background people, because that's it's, you know, at least in the UK, there's research showing that minority background, people from minority background, they, uh, they struggle to access the support they need when it comes to mental health. So the aim of the app is that we can translate these um, psychological courses, which I've created in all these different languages so that people are able to access it from their phones, basically, in the languages that they want to use it in. Well, that's awesome. Uh, and I'm not just saying that. I mean, like, I think around the world, racialized groups and uh, and anyone defined as a minority in that in that particular area, they are always getting the short end of the stick when it comes mm -hmm. to something as ambiguous, let's say, as mental health, right? You know, the you got the old guard saying, oh, just try harder, you'll be fine. So, you know, we all, I think, grew up with something like that. And mm -hmm. it's great to see that even from different pockets of the world, you have things as small as an app, you think, mm -hmm. you know, can help you so greatly. Congratulations on that. That's awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Ari. Thank you. So would you say that you deal with the very basic love questions a lot you'd be surprised i do i think you know what sometimes i've considered calling myself a matchmaker sometimes but i won't go as far as that because i've not got any experience in that in that realm but the thing that has been interesting for me is um when it comes to kind of my private work uh people get really surprised a lot of the questions that i get from um uh my clients is more relationship orientated and i'm saying relationship in a broad sense uh you know it could be family relationships romantic relationships friendships um but yeah it's really interesting that more in the private realm people are more uh interested in kind of what works for them what doesn't work for them um and, and a lot of the time they have to go into the past to kind of understand how they've dealt with things or the, how the other person has treated them and whether, you know, in the moment they're not quite sure how to deal with it. So they deal with it the best they can, but more so the bit where I would come in is that they might kind of think about, okay, something's off. I'm not sure this is what I want for myself or, you know, when they've got these kind of, this kind of confusion, that's when they might contact someone like me. And I would kind of go through what's kind of happened in the past and be like, is this what you want? You want something different? How would you change things? So I think relationships, for me anyway, from how I understand it, is such an integral part of life. 
Um, and so it's it's really important to talk about it, to explore it. I don't think there's any right or wrong answers in the questions I get asked. And I don't know what the right and wrong answer is. What I can do is give different perspectives and kind of see where where the client would want to take it. Well, I got to say, you definitely got the uh, stamp from a North American perspective. You definitely got the voice and the intonation to be in your position. Everyone will be like, well, she certainly knows what she's talking about. <laughs> you did mention um, um, matchmaking. Mm. And have you, so you said you don't have a lot of experience with that. Even in your personal life, have you set no up anyone that you no experience. No, 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 no. I think I get a bit too anxious because I'm like, it's actually a lot of, it's a lot of responsibility personally, I feel. Um, so no, not, not necessarily, no, no, no experience. No, apart from Indian matchmaking and Jewish matchmaking on Netflix, no experience, no. Have you watched both? <laughs> I So I did, I had loads of people talking about Indian matchmaking, so I was like, okay, let me go and check it out. And then this is why I avoid Netflix, because I'm I'm really bad at kind of doing episodes. I, I binge. So then what happens is I did like the entire thing. Don't ask me why. I, I just anyway, it was good. It was I good. would I would say that um, and you're really good at Netflix because that's what I, they want you to do. It, they, so. Yeah, I'm like their, their like candid person for what they're selling Netflix for. Um, and then recently I, um, I came across Jewish matchmaking actually. So I was just really curious because it's a different culture, but same concept. Um, so that was quite interesting. It was, it was an interesting contrast, I think, to kind of watch. Yeah. Do you find that there's any commonality between their diaspora and ours as represented in the show, at least? I mean, I don't believe as much in uh, the caste system that there is in in the Tamil community, but I know it's it's there, it is out there. Um, and there was something very similar in the Jewish community as well, which was really interesting. So some people had a preference of staying within the same community. Other, others were quite open to trying out um, a different community within the Jewish community. That was quite interesting. Um, the other thing I thought was quite nice was they they will talk about not just the two people kind of joining together, but two families joining together. That mm. is something quite interesting as well. I didn't think I know more in our Tamil community or the more east way we go, we're more community based. So we're more about us, the family, we, the community, the culture compared to like the Western world where a lot of therapy is about you and how do you improve your self-confidence and your image and your identity. So it was in that sense, Indian matchmaking was something that was more kind of relatable, I would say, for in, in terms of like the Tamil community. I was surprised that the Jewish community had a similar understanding as well. So it was about the family and wanting someone that's family orientated, which is quite interesting. Because a lot of media is created in North America, we get this North American perspective all the time. So it's really good to hear your perspective on and just as a viewer, just watching that and then relating it to yourself and the communities that we're a part of. Why do you think that these shows are so popular now? I mean, so many people are yeah. now rejecting love in a certain sense, but, but then they're binge watching this, like you just said, right? Yeah. So yeah, 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 yeah. I um I mean I have a few thoughts on this. I don't think there's again one answer to it. I think it's popular because it's it's new. Um, it almost feels like a like a, a trend, like an upcoming trend now being kind of having a matchmaker. And to be honest, I say it's a trend. I've 
personally i i i mean i'm i'm married i wasn't match i didn't have a matchmaker um but i have always known in the background that there are matchmakers where you know in our community they would uh, give our horoscopes and and kind of check for like within which age range is best for you to get married and kind of what the other person's horoscopes like and all that kind of stuff so i am aware of it i think i think more so now it's it because it's on tv and therefore it's go it's going it's going to get more exposure more people are going to watch it i think that that's one thing that i think has made it become more popular whereas yeah. i wonder in the past it's not necessarily something that's kind of spoken about or acknowledged it may be spoken about and acknowledged within our tamil community for example or south asian community but it might not necessarily be something that's spoken outside of it so by by putting it on tv you've got the entire world that's exposed to that um and so that might be one of the reasons why there's more kind of popularity to the concept um and i and i also wonder whether there is by putting like the best couples the ones that are not so difficult they kind of got together in their first match i wonder whether that gives the kind of illusion that actually there's hope there you know it's actually not that complicated of a process as if a relationship is not complicated or a marriage is not complicated but it gives you that kind of fairy tale kind of illusion as well and i think that's quite catchy for people um I I think for me when when I was kind of watching these these shows it was I was really curious about the people themselves um I think we can get quite carried away in the process of matchmaking and things like that but actually there is a person that that you know they're dealing with and they're obviously going to come with um their likes their dislikes their baggage uh or possibly even their clean slate some of some people might even want to kind of go on a on a not a process but a journey of okay let me sort myself out and then I'll try this kind of this matchmaking process or finding a relationship so i think it's nice to see all these different journeys of different people come together um yeah that's 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 kind of where i was at with it i mean i'm not going to lie there were some people that i thought mm you're you're quite interesting and there was others i was like honestly like why are you on the show but you know what you you get a mix isn't it that's the whole point of it you get a mix i think it's uh i think a couple things uh especially on the indian matchmaking show like you have seema the matchmaker who's the most unsuccessful successful matchmaker of all time who has really no success apparently but it's still on the show i feel like they need to get maybe like um they need to make uh almost like a reality show not that this isn't but um where there where there's multiple matchmakers and they all have a journey kind of like selling sunset or something i think that would be a little more interesting because i feel like your main protagonist in sema is not in my my opinion she doesn't capture my attention as well but maybe that's the point like just to keep definitely yeah yeah you've got a point there and and do you know what's really interesting when i was watching the jewish matchmaking uh my impression of it was that she was much younger and she was more kind of i think there is something about the 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 generation that you might be kind of matchmaking with so for example like you said with with simanti she's she's in a totally different generation to the generation that i feel she's trying to um up, yeah. and it's it's more so kind of 
there is this kind of putting traditional values into the more kind of younger generation one, which I'm not quite sure how successful she she is with that. I I, I have my opinions about it, but I also I also feel that um, that that culture thing that I was talking about. So she's coming from a more kind of South Asian, more eastwards culture where it is about the family, the community. Some, I think she also mentioned some people, they don't even see each other until the day they get married, for example. And then you're then bringing those sorts of concepts, horoscopes and all of those sorts of concepts into the Western culture where, yes, there are people that uh, come from a South Asian background, but what's happened over time is that by living in a more kind of westernized culture, they've had to embed both cultures together to be able to find their place. And that's actually quite difficult. So I feel like it's a unique journey in that sense. And so then bringing these, I guess, putting more weight on these traditional values and not necessarily uh, acknowledging the differences in a culture where like in like you know New York and stuff where it's more western and it's a different way of thinking I think that's where the clash happens for me in the way that she's dealt with it in in her kind of in her show um whereas what I found quite interesting with the Jewish matchmaking was I think there again there are certain kind of from what I remember I think um, that matchmaker was quite uh, quite liberal, so she wasn't as religious, she was saying, and then she moved over to becoming quite religious. And yes, there's the traditions and the concepts and stuff that's there, but it was, um, I felt it was more relatable, more interesting, though it was, it, there was more complexity, I would say, that was kind of captured from, from her part, um, as opposed to the Indian matchmaking. But I think when you think about entertainment, I, I would say you get a bit more entertainment with the Indian matchmaking side of the show as opposed to, I mean, not that Jewish matchmaking isn't as entertaining, but yeah, it was more, I would say more relatable Jewish matchmaking was in terms of our generation, like the younger generation compared to Indian matchmaking. That's interesting. I think like the more you, I think people from a younger generation, uh, they get into a lot of politi- political discussions, you know, gender politics, race politics, all that stuff. But as you grow, you you realize that it's the one, the one divide that people actually relate to is classism. And like mm-hmm. you said, um, the Indian matchmaking does have some of that involved mm-hmm. uh, and it's a little more of an old school thread because of mm-hmm. Sima and T, whereas, you know, something very similar in the diaspora of the Jewish culture is something like that as well right so Mm. it's interesting that it does run a little younger i wonder if the producers saw that that let's go a little younger skew a little younger and it might get a better audience or something i wonder maybe maybe maybe. now that you mentioned that as well ari just a quick uh, just a quick thought i think there's also something about i mean i'm talking about younger generation older generation but i think there's also a difference in kind of mindset as well so i I feel like i've i'm how can I put this? Um, when we come, when we think about kind of back home again, Tamil community, uh, there is that kind of hierarchical system, isn't it? And so, I guess in the past, let's take uh, let's take um, my parents or or, or even uh, people living back in Sri Lanka who are who are let's say our age. There is this thing about because it's so kind of community focused that 
you are allowing kind of elders in the family or parents or respect respectable people they are taking decisions for you and that's mm. just part of um life i guess in 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 their kind of world whereas when you think about um you know us kind of migrating or not even migrating parents migrating but we're born in uh more, uh, more uh, western countries when when it comes to our mindset we're more about kind of being more independent um making our own decisions um you know we're open-minded to kind of hear people's perspectives but at the same time ultimately we want to we we want that kind of independence and making our own decisions isn't it and i think that's also a, a little bit of a clash depending on you know whichever culture however they match make if you've got independent people some people are going to find that threatening some people are going to find that that's the qualities that they want whereas if you've got people who are more kind of compliant not as independent they're quite wow. happy to kind of go with the flow then again those are qualities that some people might want and others might not want so i think there's something there about kind of mindset and mentality there as well not necessarily to do with age more so i guess maybe upbringing or life experiences if we can put it like that mm. it seems like a lot of i mean ha hiring a matchmaker isn't cheap right so mm -hmm. it seems like there is a classism mm -hmm. directly embedded into the fact that someone's on this show mm -hmm. or, or maybe there's something we don't know about how they you know maybe there's a bursary for it or something you know like, uh, aside from the entertainment which is a, a great positive what do you think the greatest con is for these type of shows in terms of the viewer you think it's like kind of showing them a skewed environment or influencing them to date or find relationships or love in a different way maybe in an unrealistic unreal way i wonder whether it opens more options uh for people so as opposed to just dating apps i wonder whether there is something about maybe trying out a matchmaker uh i wonder whether it's about because because you know how I was mentioning in the past, I mean, growing up, I have heard about uh, people being um, matched with horoscopes and stuff. But I think, you know, uh, my experience has been that a lot of kind of my peers, if I can, if I can take it like that, I don't think I could think of anyone who has who has been who's had a matchmaker they've everyone's yeah. more on, on the end of kind of you know getting to know people pursuing people trying to see if the relationship works if they feel like it's long term settling down um so i wonder whether there might be something about it it being a tradition or a practice that's not necessarily dying out ari but has kind of gone on the quieter end because people are more pursuing what they want and so and by by showing uh, that you know um, it still works, look how successful it is, um, and and kind of showing examples of because a lot of them they show examples of married couples who have kind of been married for 20, 30, 40 years. It's it might be their way of saying actually look this is something that works. It's maybe something that's going a bit quieter now. Let's kind of you know re-explore it. I wonder whether there's something like something like that going on. Um, I do love that aspect of the show probably the most to the fact that they have that couch and they show these unrelated, um, um, you know, experienced uh, hmm. relationships and and their little talking points. I think that is an underrated part of the show. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And I think there's also something about. Um, I wonder whether there are pe people might be putting a lot of pressure on themselves in terms of trying to find the right one, maybe, 
And so one way of kind of coming around that is possibly um, kind of falling back on that support system. So when I say support system, that could be family, that could be friends, that could be, I don't know, professional matchmaker. But the idea being that the pressure doesn't have to maybe be on you as an individual trying to find the right one. Maybe you can like pull on all these kind of resources and maybe that could help you find the right match for you. I wonder whether there's something along those lines that they might be promoting. I'm not too sure. Um, but I th I think the key here is that um, one size doesn't fit all. So it might work for one person. It might not. Something else might work for another person. It might not. So I think that's, to, that's something that we need to kind of bear in mind, I think, when it comes to dating and relationships and things like that. Maybe in the past, the matchmakers were always like someone in the village, a family member that mm -hmm. that evolved to, you know, friends and, and, and still family, but like, you know, younger family, hopefully. Uh, and then it became strictly a social thing where maybe you're at a party and someone actually, one of your friends actually says in, in their matchmaker voice, Hey, have you met Ted? You know, like, or have you met this person? Right. And that's it. And that's the, that's the small 32nd matchmaker that you had. It was just your friend that just mm -hmm. helped you, uh, or wing person you to the to to your significant other or potential mm. and i think um having these new matchmaker shows shows i think to the younger audience that there is there is that industry where someone can actually professionally match you up with a data sheet like it's pokemon and you have strengths and weaknesses like yeah. if you're you know lightning pokemon you can't take out the rock right or something <laughs> so you know uh, you know shout out to pikachu um but I think it's interesting that now we've had that the apps and their heyday is now kind of here mm -hmm. and the matchmaker is now an algorithm based on your preferences and it's re yeah. replacing Seema and I guess that's why she's there full force. And I think it's an interesting thing. Like you said, no, it's not one size fits all and everyone can just kind of match which with whomever they feel they want to at the comfort of their own home and whether that's a great thing or a bad thing, I wonder what the next form of matchmaker is. And yeah. uh, right now, that's where we are, we're at. So I think yeah, it's good to show different aspects of that. No, 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 of course, of course. I think for me, the bit that I personally I struggle with is, you know, again, I it's a for me, it's about seeing someone for who they are. And it's, really, you know, we try not to reduce someone or categorize someone or label someone in, in, in a particular way, because that that one label, for me, I feel I feel like we're too complicated for that kind of stuff. One label is just not going to cut it, you know. And so for me, when it when I think about stuff like matchmaking, um, you know, when you're kind of looking at like height or hair color or eye color or your education or your job or whatever, it my my fear is that we that the that we could the person looking for the other might lo lose the how can I say that they're kind of categorized for all these points, but the person behind those categories aren't necessarily seen. Of course, that's the opportunity where they get to kind of meet each other and kind of see if it clicks and whether they want to go on more dates and things like that. But that initial process for me, I don't know, something's a bit, I think jarring is the word for me. Something's a bit kind of, you know, it's not about, Oh, you know, I know someone you know someone okay let's get them to meet the there's just something more about the more specifics uh, of I yeah
I look at it like sometimes in, within the, the realm of sports where you have certain players for certain positions because they fit that position. Yeah. And yeah. there's like stats and build, like, you know, physical build and, and, and mentality and what they're good at, where they like to go on the floor and let's say and shoot or, or what have you. And I think yeah. um, matchmaking and, and dating apps is kind of the same thing. Like if mm. you know, love it or hate it, you are categorized in a weird way. And I think in, in like when Tinder came out as like one of the most famous ones out there for the masses, you know, people started like um, people started putting their just preferences on what they're looking for instead yeah. of just saying. It's easy, isn't, isn't it, it to kind of filter out yeah. what you want, what you don't want or what you want other people to see and not necessarily see. It works. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. I, and I found that like um, those who I identified as women started putting their own height just to so they know that anyone, any um, if they're if they're looking for um, a, a man, let's say they they wanted someone taller than them because that's such a big thing in, in, in looking for love that way. So they would put their own height just to weed out anyone who's not that height. So yeah, someone yeah, like so, yeah. uh, me, I would look at that and like, Oh, as, as a short King myself, I'd be like, Oh, okay. I can't, uh, I can't, she won't respect me. So I can't, even if I swipe right or whatever, they won't um, look at me in a second way. Mm-hmm. Do you find that even though everyone wants to put their best foot forward, and look, uh, do you find that they're looking for too much? Like there's too much perfection out there that they perceive as perfection? Um, I mean, again, perfection is a complicated concept of self, isn't it? I think it would be what my idea of perce- uh, perfection is might not necessarily be, for example, what your idea of perfection is, Ari. So I think already there, it's complicated. It's not that straightforward. So it's, um, I feel like you've just said you've lost the battle if you're looking for perfection right away, <laughs> but right? Like you but with perfectionism, up. that's basically yeah. what happens. We do lose a battle, isn't it? So I think that's something to, It's it's interesting because... I think it's at the end of the day, when we think about a relationship, for me, I think it's it, relationships are about uh, taking risks. It's about being vulnerable. It's a learning process, if I could describe it like that. And I think if we're if we are, I mean, it depends on the individual, but if we are going in with that sort of perfectionist mindset, I mean, there's two ways of looking at it. I The first thing I would think is good on you because it sounds like you know what you want. You know what you want. You know what you don't want. You're not there to kind of waste time. You're quite clear about, you know, you've got clarity there. And that's that's a good thing, I reckon. You know, it's it's you just kind of get on with it. Um, whereas I think the more difficult side of it is that some people can be left feeling quite disappointed. So they might be putting their perfect self forward and then be disappointed by how they're treated. Um, or it might be the other way around. They're looking, they're looking for perfection on the other end and then be disappointed mm-hmm. by what they receive, um, receive. And so I think ultimately it for me, I feel like ultimately it comes to kind of values and morals that we might hold. So what I mean by that is if we are, if we are, for example, open-minded, where we're not, I I don't think we're going to look for something very specific and like hold on to it and say this is exactly what I want I'm not negotiating on on 
on this. Um, uh, whereas if, for example, we're a bit more like kind of, let's say more kind of black and white thinking, we're clear cut about what we want and what we don't want. But for someone like that, when they're not, there's not going to be much negotiating or, oh, let me give it a shot. It's going to be quite black and white, whatever's on paper. Okay. Have I got what I've got on paper? Okay. Let me go with that. So I think it depends on the person, their personalities, um, their 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 values their morals in terms of how they go forward with it again i don't think there's a right or wrong way of doing it i think it's probably kind of the 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 person that their personality but just taking you back as well to that bit where i was uh talking about people um uh coming to me going this and this happened i don't feel too great about it i want to kind of improve my way of how i um, how I am in this relationship, or I want to become more confident in myself, I want to do things differently. In some ways, we kind of have to go into the past to kind of understand what's happened, maybe even why that's happened, and then make the decision of, okay, is this what I want for myself? Or do I want something totally different? And then give it, a, you know, whatever it is, give it a shot with the new thing that we're going to go for. So yeah, I'm, I think, yeah, it's, it's a bit of a sticky one. I think uh, I think we've learned from you that um, there's no one size fits all. Obviously, seems very cliche. Uh, looking for perfection is a losing battle, and um, that uh, your rants on everything rival mine. Except uh, yours are lengthier, and I would learn something from you. <laughs> yeah, no, you're never going to get a straight answer from a psychologist that I'll give you. I think that's the tagline for today. <laughs> Uh, but I would I would want to say before we wrap up very quickly, um, mm. even though you even though there is no one size fit all, fits all from your experience, from your person. This is more of a personal question. Almost. What are what are a couple green flags and red flags you have when meeting someone? Couple green flags, couple red flags. Um, let me start off with red flags, because that's probably what the. Easy. Uh, yeah, exactly. So I think in terms of red flags, I think um, you're never going to get 100% good or 100% bad, you're going to get 100% both. So I think there's something about, you know, you are probably most probably going to see the kind of the positive qualities in someone when you initially meet them. But I think it's more when you kind of spend time with them or go on more dates with them. And the one thing I would say, which again, goes against our culture, our Tamil community culture, but, you know, unless you live with that person, you, you're not going to get a real feel for what it's like and whether you'd be able to last in that um but a lot of people you know, are rolling their eyes right now i bet they are i bet they are um so that's that's something to kind of bear in mind that it's 100 percent both not just good not just bad um i think similarities between um people i feel is what brings them together when i say people the couple similarities is what i feel brings the couple together because because it's it's relatable um whereas being open to differences i think is where the work is because ultimately uh, again uh, again even if you're identical twins there is still going to be differences in identical twins so we're not going to meet anyone necessarily that's uh, that's us and i think that's what makes us unique and it's about having that kind of open-mindedness to be able to give space for that difference um and i guess i guess the the green flag 
which has always worked for me and it's um it's worked so far I've known my now husband for uh 16 years it takes two people to tango that's the one thing that really like makes me ride so you know there are there are so many times where we're both not on the same page and that's okay I think not being on the same page like I was saying about the differences that's the whole point of being able to kind of you know accommodate for a different perspective or a different understanding on things I mean I'll be honest with you I'll probably stick to what what how I understand things and I'll probably argue that I'm always right but there are moments where I'm like actually you know what you've got a point and I, and it's about that give and take I think that 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 works um yeah no I'm not the stubborn one by the way in the relationship I work really hard to maintain this relationship that's um, awesome. <laughs> I, yeah, I wouldn't want to get into an argument time. with you what's that I wouldn't want to get into an argument with you you no, no, no. I want to, I want to I want to think I'm quite flexible and open-minded no no, no I think I am um but but I but like I said I think it's it is two different people two different upbringing two different values two different morals it's two, it's difference it's it's two differences coming together so I think we we all need to be realistic about um you know making it work if if we're if we put our minds to make it work it's going to work but equally if a relationship is not working I wouldn't want someone to stay in that relationship again that's where the morals and values and things like that come in you know if it's if it's not okay it's not okay isn't it so yeah you try again but I will say for all the people who don't agree with you and having someone live together before the, the I'll time. I'll be open for comments. I'll be open for debate. I wasn't saying the police slide into her DMs and, and yell at her. I, I was I going <laughs> to say an alternative is, is to hopefully travel with that person and yes. see how they are under pressure. There's always that tried and true uh, travel yes. with that person, see how they treat people in the service industry. And um, when there's a crisis, when there's a fight, when something's not perfect, how are they reacting and how are you reacting to how they react? And then that's my uh, non-clinical yeah. advice, I yeah. suppose. Yeah. yeah, I would also like to know who the parents or at least the people are who agree for that holiday before marriage as well. I think I think we're on similar grounds. Living together, yeah. holiday, it's same thing, same thing, isn't it? A little bit. I, I know. I, I feel like it's a softer blow, but someone of a, a, of a different mindset would be like, whoa, you're traveling to a, whoa, I don't know. I don't know. Is that a hotel? What? I think, I think the key there, like you said, is spending time, isn't it? The more you spend time with someone, the more, the, the more you would learn from them and then you work out whether it's going to work or not. Yeah. Well, thank you very much for all this insight. I, I know like most people have no idea what a psychologist does or how they, how they, interpret the world so they probably think you're a strange weird person we're, we're more than happy to let anyone know how we how <laughs> how we work so yeah contact us absolutely uh thank you for this and thank you for coming on and spending some time with me and and our audience um if you have a final say you can have that or we could just uh, part ways here no no thank you for having me thank you so much 